0: It's time to get geared up with GeekWire's weekly tech and gadget show. Here are your hosts, Todd Bishop and Andrew Edwards.
1: What is going on, everybody? It's time to get geared up here from GeekWire offices in Seattle, Washington. I'm Andrew Edwards. This is not Todd Bishop.
0: Unless I've grown a lot of hair and my, my voice has raised quite a lot. Right, what happened? I'm not Todd Bishop.
1: Where but, is Todd Bishop?
0: We're not totally sure. Well, I mean, we know. He's that's on vacation. True. No, he's on vacation,
1: <laughs> but we don't know where he is.
0: No, he was thinking of going up to Vancouver with his family. He might just be spending time with his family at home.
1: And that's not far away from here.
0: No, no it's not. So he may <laughs> be
1: just a few miles away, not participating in our show today.
0: He might. He might be watching us right now. Hello, Thanks
1: Todd. A lot hey, Todd, what's up? So who are you, though? Let people know. Who you are, because you are usually in this room uh-huh. whenever we are recording and streaming geared up.
0: True. I am Claire McGrain. I am an audio producer and a reporter at GeekWare. And normally I'm sitting like over there in the corner being entirely silent. Right. And sometimes I let a little giggle escape and you're like, oh, Claire said something.
1: Right, right. Well, I'm a funny guy. <laughs> you are. A funny so guy. you will laugh at things I say. But you try to keep your voice down because it's weird for people on the podcast, especially like, hey, who, who was that? Yeah. yeah. Why does Todd have such a high laugh? Right? It'd be <laughs> weird. But yeah, this is Claire. She makes sure everything goes off in here when we're recording Geared Up without a hitch. We appreciate your help because Todd and I, uh, as much as we like to think that we know what we're doing, we really don't know what we're doing.
0: Well, you're the talent. so You've got, you've got right. other priorities. Right, exactly. I'm making sure all the cables are in order. We
1: appreciate that. <laughs> so today on Geared Up... Claire's joining me, and we have a few things to talk about. We have uh, some news out of Apple. Mm-hmm. We have a big Xbox spring game sale that just started today. And we have a discussion of some of our favorite games that Absolutely. we're going to talk about.
0: I think more of a gamer than Todd, so this part at least should That's be That's going to be great. Yes, yes,
1: Todd Todd still has the Xbox. Well, actually, I'm not even going to ruin that. Let's, <laughs> Let's go to the first thing that we're talking about today. What is Alrighty.
0: it? All Well, quick reminder to subscribe first oh, yes. to the new Geared Up Podcast wherever you get your podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, etc.
1: So you can go to Stitcher, you can go to iTunes, you can uh, search for Geared Up and subscribe. Please do. If you want to hear Geared Up when you're in the car or just in in audio form, do it that way. If you want to see us in video, youtube.com slash Gear Live, the best place to do that.
0: And if you're not a normal podcast listener, listening to podcasts while you clean the house makes it so much better. Especially
1: to the voice of me and Todd Bishop. So motivating. All right. Do you know what that is?
0: Um, I looked at it and went, oh, that's the monolith from 2001, a space odyssey, right?
1: <laughs> right. So Claire just pulled up a picture of the 2013 Mac Pro. It was uh, the big reveal back then in 2013 when they, when they showed it off was Apple – was being accused of not being able to do innovative stuff anymore. And they've actually been getting that, they get that all the time. Like as, as long as I've been following Apple for maybe the past 12 or 13 years, people are always saying they've lost their innovation, they've lost their way, et cetera. Um, the Mac Pro though, came out in 2013, and here we are in early to mid 2017, and the exact same model is still available. They haven't updated it, they haven't upgraded it with new processors, with um, really new anything, new Thunderbolt three ports, nothing. And um, last week, Apple did something pretty unprecedented for them in bringing journalists to their, you know, to their facilities, to their headquarters, and basically having a frank discussion about where the Mac Pro went wrong.
0: Hmm.
1: Now, you are not a Mac user. I'm
0: not. I am not. I grew up in a Microsoft only household.
1: Ooh, is that is that like a hard rule, like a Microsoft only it, household, like just yeah. because that's how it was, or like you have to use Microsoft products only?
0: Well, my dad worked for Microsoft. So a lot of it was kind of brand loyalty for him. Okay. And he started in the age where Microsoft and Apple were not friends.
1: Right. So <laughs> I,
0: I got my first non Windows phone two years ago? Just under two years ago. Okay. And it was because I finally was like, nope, not listening to my dad anymore. I need, right, right. You moved I, out, I need an though, Android. I hope. Yes. Oh, yes. I was I was out of the house. Okay,
1: because I would have disowned you. Oh, yeah. Had you oh, brought an Android phone into that home, that yeah. would have been crazy.
0: So when I wanted an an iPod as a kid, I, I was like, no, I got an MP3 player. And then I had a Zune, which was fun. I liked my Zune.
1: <laughs> you know what? No, the Zune actually was a great device. Not yeah. the first one. The first one was kind of weird. But the ones that they released after that first one were actually really good. And I thought they were even better than the iPod. But the way that they branded the Zune initially, especially with like the brown Zune and like it just failed out of the gate, people didn't trust it going forward. And it was a shame because it was a really good device and the music service, the Zune music service that surrounded it was amazing. There's mm-hmm. never been anything like it since then.
0: Yeah, so, I, I much preferred it to even just looking at iTunes and kind of perusing. I, oh, I
1: looking it at so iTunes better. is horrible. I
0: get you. I get <laughs> yeah. you. So, so
1: you don't know. So, okay. So back to the Mac Pro. <laughs> Apple said… The quote was, we backed ourselves into a thermal corner. Mm-hmm. And what that means is if you remove this, this round covering, it's actually a triangle on the inside. There's the PC card on one side and the two other sides are two graphics cards. And it's designed in such a way that the one fan at the bottom will blow the air equally across all three of these cards to keep it cool. And Apple was betting on the on what they thought was the fact that having two graphics cards in a machine was where the future was going. So you have these two dedicated graphics cards. And instead where the industry went was having one crazy powerful graphics card. And so what what it turned out to be was with the design they made here, if you put one super powerful graphics card in there, like that side of the machine would be super hot and the other two would like not be super hot and the fan wouldn't, it just wouldn't work. So they have to now remake the Mac pro that they originally thought was going to be the future of computing, which is a shame. Number one, it's a shame because pro users need the fastest hardware they can get, you know, software changes and gets updated all the time. And, you know, whatever is top of the line in 2013, that doesn't mean that it can run top of the line software in 2017, right? It could, it could start struggling. You have old stuff. So they're redesigning the Mac pro and they also said despite that it won't be released in 2017 so the new model at the earliest is going to arrive in 2018 so so
0: what have they been doing for the past like 4 question. years
1: i think they've been <laughs> i think they were in denial that's what mm-hmm. i think i think it was like no we can still try to make this work and you know i think they've been really been trying to think of how to make it work in the design that they came up with and at some point they all started coming to the realization of, like, this this just isn't going to work, is it? We have to do something new.
0: Yeah, it's a good example of the butterfly effect of how one very technical decision kind of ripples through and makes a product or breaks it, which is right. pretty interesting to
1: Right. So, so new Mac Pro coming next year. That was the first bit of news. And also the new iMacs are coming later this year. And they did say there will be pro-level models of the iMac for the first time um, later this year. So we'll see. How that turns out. So that's the first bit of news right there. Apple, in a rare move, admitting a mistake they made.
0: Yes. Not something you see every day.
1: No, not at all.
0: And the other thing we want to talk about today. What do we got? Xbox
1: games. Oh, man. The Xbox game sale. Yeah. If you're an Xbox gamer, if you own an Xbox 360 or an Xbox One, there is a massive spring game sale that kicked off today.
0: Mm -hmm. You got some of those games there?
1: I do. I'm going to pull it up right now. So Xbox does this like – Maybe two or three times a year they'll do these massive sales. They're digital sales, so you're not going into, like, a Target or a GameStop or a Walmart and seeing all these discounts. They're actually if you download them from the Xbox store on the console itself. So during the holidays, they'll do it, spring sale, and I think there's one other time of year they do it as well. But you can get some major games such as Battlefield 1, Dishonored 2, Doom, Gears of War 4, Halo 5 Guardians, Halo Wars 2, which is brand new. Overwatch, which is one of the best games of the past like year or two. Um, ReCore, super cheap. Titanfall 2, Watch Dogs 2. And those are just like a short, a small sampling. Like there's like a hundred games or more that are for sale. A lot of them are almost half off. So if you're an, if you're an Xbox owner, and especially if you have Xbox Live Gold. So if you have an Xbox, you get the sale. But if you're a Gold member, you get an even deeper discount. Which is crazy. So, you know, like, you're more of a PC gamer, I assume. I am. Is that correct?
0: Yeah. So, we'll talk about my consoles later. We will. But, (laughs) But
1: as a PC person, you know when, like, when they have a Steam sale. For sure, yeah. So, this is, like, the exact same thing. It's, like, a Steam sale, Mm -hmm. but for the Xbox. So, it's one of those times where people can go and, like, load up on a bunch of games, download them, and then if you're like me, like, half of them you never even play, (laughs) <laughs> because you have like you're just growing yeah. your library and like you're busy. But um, it's cool. If you're looking for games to play, if you just got an Xbox or you just want to get like a bunch of cheap games that are really good instead of cheap games that aren't that good, now's the time to do that. Mm-hmm. Have you been playing any Xbox games lately?
0: We just inherited an Xbox 360 that came literally with cobwebs on it. Literally <laughs> so, with cobwebs literally on it? Literally with cobwebs on it.
1: So you received this Xbox 360.
0: In a box full of Xbox 360 games. Okay, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and
1: and you had to clear out the cobwebs before you could get to the console.
0: Yes, we the did. Console.
1: <laughs> and you opened the drive and like... Nothing, nothing in the drive,
0: (laughs) thankfully. Not that old, but no, we we inherited an old Xbox 360 from family friends of my boyfriend, and we've been kind of messing around on it. Mostly, we've just like played Minecraft and went, ah, Minecraft was a game. (laughs) Uh (laughs) This was a thing,
1: okay. (laughs) Um,
0: But no, we we only got it a couple weeks ago, and I haven't had a ton of time to mess around with it. There's not a lot of games, and they're mostly like games aimed at younger children because these folk had three young children. so So
1: you're playing like Elmo games and stuff, (laughs) Big Bird. (laughs) Not
0: quite at that level. A lot of sports, a lot of FIFA.
1: Mm. FIFA's not a bad game. FIFA is not a bad game. like FIFA
0: 2014.
1: Right, so it's an old game, but it's not a bad game. It also,
0: (laughs) it came with the game that came with the second Harry Potter movie. Okay. But it is so slow it is unplayable, which is unfortunate.
1: Wow. Like, slow as in, like, the story is slow, or slow as in... Slow as in uh, the
0: Xbox can't keep up. Wow. Okay. (laughs)
1: All right. (laughs)
0: All right, so that's the big news of the week. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about some of our favorite games that we've been playing a lot recently. Yes, we will. I'm excited to hear from you on this. Okay. We'll be right back on the GeekWire podcast.
1: What's going on, everybody? We are back here on this week's episode of Geared Up from the GeekWire offices in Seattle, Washington. I'm Andrew Edwards with my special guest... Who are I'm you
0: special i'm claire mcgrain
1: claire mcgrain here in the office and um we are about to talk about some of our favorite games right now I'm talking about video games but maybe not just video games oh games maybe in not general. maybe not games are supposed to be fun they don't have to be video form in order to be fun i think you agree with that
0: sometimes when they're not in video form you even look at other people and speak to them
1: yeah that's true that's true speaking of which one of my favorite games right now actually so here's a nintendo switch right here right i was telling you before we started It's interesting because since the Nintendo Switch was released, or actually since I received it, I got it about two weeks early from Nintendo in order to start doing coverage on the Switch. Since receiving the Switch, I've only turned on my Xbox One one time, and I've only turned on my PS4 Pro one time, and both of those times... Were to be able to download that month's free games and then turn it right back off and like turn the switch back on.
0: So you've been totally sucked in.
1: Yes, yes, I have. So, um, but one one game which is not where I've been spending a lot of my time is uh, One Two Switch.
0: Really, One
1: to Switch allows you to play a game mm-hmm. with other people, but the instructions are you have to look at the other person.
0: Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah.
1: So it'll tell you, like, it'll describe to you. Here's the game you're gonna play. So, for example, it might be. You're using the controller as a gun, and when they say fire, you have to lift it and shoot. And whoever shoots first wins the little mini game. But the whole time you're playing, you're staring at them. Or there's another mini game where you have to do a yoga pose, and you have to hold the pose perfectly. And the, if the more you like struggle, basically your energy meter goes away. And so whoever holds the pose better wins. And so again, the whole time you're like looking at the person, trying to psych them out, trying to get them to like go off balance. So that's one way Nintendo is differentiating themselves from other game manufacturers is trying to make fun experiences using a game console, but reestablishing that connection between two people.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah, if I have a couple friends over and we're hanging out, I think I'm more likely to play that. Than to sit down and play like Mario Kart or Super Smash right, Bros. Right. Actually, yes, exactly.
1: Yeah. It's it's kind of like that. Although those games you just mentioned are fun for groups because you can like you don't have to like totally be concentrated mm-hmm. on that. You can like laugh and like make fun of what they just did and all that. Yeah, yeah. But yes, this one has you like standing up. So like you're standing up, you're looking, you're playing. It's a good party game. Great party okay. game. Okay. Okay. What this guy to say? One runway and one two switch is how you measure. How manly you are. I haven't actually played that one. <laughs> so, one of the mini games, I only saw the picture. It says runway, and it looks like you're like strutting down a fashion show runway, and you have to like compete against other people to see who could walk the best down the runway. I don't know. Haven't played it yet. I'm envisioning a
0: future episode of Kirito where so. you and Todd play this. I think, yes.
1: Yes. Todd and I are going to have to do this. But the other game that I've been spending a ton of time on, obviously, if you have a Switch, you purchase The Legend of Zelda.
0: I would I hope mean, so. that's what I would
1: think. Like, it isn't one-to-one, but the stat I saw was like 85% of people who bought a Switch bought Breath of the Wild.
0: It makes sense, yeah.
1: And um, I think I am about 50 hours into this game. Okay. That's number one, which is crazy. Yeah. Number two, though, despite being 50 hours in, so there's these four, they call them divine beasts that you have to beat in order to go to the final boss. Actually, you can go to the final boss whenever you want because it's an open world game. But you beat these four Divine Beasts and it makes it easier. You get more power and stuff. I'm 50 hours in. I've only beaten one of these four Divine Beasts. So, like, I'm basically 25% complete after 50 hours of playtime. And the game is so nice. Like, that's the best word. Like, you're playing this game and you're just running around, like, meadows and forestry and, like, (laughs) sunsets. And, like, sometimes it'll rain and mountains. And you don't feel rushed to complete it because you're like, I just want to go over here and check out like what's that? And you so, just go off and like you just check stuff out.
0: So it's kinda like like going camping. Pretty much. But on a video game. I console. guess <laughs> I don't
1: I'm not really the biggest <laughs> camper in the world. Um, I've I've probably been camping less than five times in my life. Yeah. But <laughs> But yes, like you just it's it encourages exploration, I guess. Like you can just go and like you could probably beat it in 10 hours if you wanted to or less, Just if you just wanted to like power through and just do only the things that you need to do to beat the game. Yeah. But there's so much encouragement for exploration, finding, you know, new things. And like you can literally like just lift up a rock and be like, oh, what's this? And like find something essential to the game. So,
0: Do you think you're going to get tired of that eventually?
1: I don't know. So... So the thing that I found is when I get tired of running around, then I say to myself, you know what? Let me do more of the main quest stuff instead of side oh, quest uh-huh. stuff. So I'll do some more main quest stuff, and then I'll be like, okay, I progressed a little bit. But then you, that takes you to a whole new location. You're like, okay, let me go look around again. Let me make sure like, I'm not missing anything. Um, and there's just so much like different um, stuff you can wear and weapons and things that you have to like cook your food now.
0: Yeah, that's it. And cool. so, and
1: when you cook your food, it's not just like, let me just throw this meat in here and cook it. It's like, you can mix like an egg and like some meat and I don't know, an onion or whatever. Like, oh, you just made an omelet. <laughs> or like, yeah, it's like, so you, you have to like yeah, yeah. create recipes and find recipes and all that. So I'm a big fan, Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. a lot of my time. What about you? Have I you don't... played a Zelda game?
0: I've played Wind Waker um, because as I mentioned nothing non-Microsoft in my home growing up.
1: Not even a Nintendo GameCube?
0: No, I now own a Nintendo GameCube. But I back didn't then. own one when I was young. No. Oh no. my
1: gosh. Okay. No. So your house was all Microsoft. So yeah. you were all about the Xbox.
0: I was all about the Xbox. To okay. the to the extent that I played video games, I did a lot of reading and not paying attention to people or the outside world. (laughs) Okay. Um, But I did play Wind Waker. I'm kind of, I haven't finished it because I got to a point where I wasn't sure what I was doing and totally forgot the plot of no. the whole game. But I've no. gotten, as, as soon as Breath of the Wild came out, I was like, oh my gosh, I had to play some Zelda. So I started playing Wind Waker again, and okay. I really like it. Um, and I'm looking forward to getting a Switch. My boyfriend and I are planning on waiting a little bit until kind of maybe just before the holiday season and getting mm-hmm. one then.
1: Okay. Um,
0: and I'm preparing myself to not have any time because I'm just playing Zelda because right. it seems so good. It's so
1: amazing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So Wind Waker was a really good game, too, though. And there was some crazy backlash back then because. So there was Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, which had this, um, for the time, very realistic graphics. And so when they showed off um, The Wind Waker, a lot of people were so upset, it was like, it looks like a cartoon.
0: Yeah, it does. Like,
1: and everybody was like, we're supposed to be going towards more realistic graphics, like Link should look like a real person at this point. Why would you go back in time and make him a cartoon? And, you know, that was back then. But now when people look back, they see that fondly because since it was a drawn cartoon, they were able to do things that you couldn't do with like polygons at the time, which was like if Link is walking by something that you need to pay attention to, he would like kind of look over at it like his eyes and his eyebrows and like you couldn't like do all that facial stuff if it was just like a polygon map on the face. So
0: does Breath of the Wild do that pretty well?
1: Breath of the Wild does a good combo of the two. So you have the like cartoony drawing-ish look and feel. So Link does look at stuff, but it does look way more realistic than um, Wind Waker did, especially like the landscapes and stuff. They look, they look pretty great.
0: Okay, well, I'm excited to to try that out when I when I get my hands on a it. Yes, Switch
1: here. do it, do yeah. it, ASAP. What else, game wise?
0: Game wise, so as you mentioned, I am a big PC gamer, and I do a lot of indie gaming more than okay. kind of like I haven't played Overwatch, although it seems really cool, and I would like to. Um, and the game that I've been playing just a crazy amount of for the past few months is Stardew Valley. Have you played this one?
1: Stardew Valley. What is this game? I've been hearing <laughs> everybody talking about this game, Stardew Valley. I've heard about it on, from PC gamers, from Xbox, from PlayStation. Mm-hmm. I have never played this game, nor have I even seen this game. Um, but it's not because I didn't want to or I have been avoiding it. It's just, again, Legend of Zelda has got all my time and attention yeah. right now. yeah. What is Stardew Valley, and why should I care about it?
0: Okay, so the premise of the game is you start off kind of an, a drone office worker in a city. Okay. And then your grandfather dies and leaves you his farm.
1: This sounds horrible so far.
0: Oh, yeah. No, it sounds really silly. But <laughs> it's, it's really interesting because you go live on this farm in this little town, and you're basically playing this like mashup of Harvest Moon and Animal Crossing and Minecraft with like some other extra stuff in there. So the general premise is you're just like living your life, growing vegetables on a farm, making friends with these people that live in this small town. Okay, which that sounds very
1: Harvest Moonish. It, it so is so far. Yeah,
0: but there's so many really fun little quests built in that you. That the way it works is you save at the end of the day when you go to bed every night. Okay. But as soon as you save, you kind of wake up the next day and you're like, "Oh man, I really have to finish growing those pumpkins so I can get this one achievement that'll unlock this one thing I want to do." So you'll just keep going for hours and hours oh, and hours. Oh no, not one of those. Yeah, and it's super. It's like super fun and quirky. There's a this wizard that lives in a tower. There's this mine area that's basically like your classic dungeon crawler. You're fighting monsters. Right. So there's a little bit of everything. Like when I play, I'll spend a few days really focused on growing stuff on my farm, and then I'll be like, kind of like you were talking about with birth the wild I'll Right. get tired of doing that and then I'll go spend a few days upping my fishing skill okay or, like trying to court somebody in town you can get married that's pretty fun oh you're
1: trying to court people okay so yeah. what is the graphical style of this game is it like a top-down eight-bit style or is it like a more current it's, you know, it's d yeah.
0: yeah it's it's 3d for sure okay um it is kind of eight-bit though it's it's very cute I would it's
1: say. it's very cute game it is very cute very cute game what have you beaten this game is I there don't a way know to that beat there's it? a
0: way to beat it so it just goes yeah. on. So it just keeps going. So the the one thing, and this isn't really a spoiler because okay. it happens very early in the game. If you don't want a very early spoiler, you know, close your ears. Um but you do get a letter or there's something engraved somewhere or something like that that indicates your grandfather might come back from the dead after three years. What? So I I like my goal is to at least play to three years and figure out what the heck like is going on. Three years of with real that. time
1: or three years of like game oh, time? Oh, three years
0: of game time. Which so is I'm like, like what? I'm like a year and a half through Okay. The game, and I've played maybe forty-five hours. Wow! So you have to really like push through to get there. But
1: wow! So it becomes a zombie game at some point in the future. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Zombie apocalypse. Okay. <laughs> what are people saying in the in the chat right now? The oh, goddess Hylia <laughs> says you must devote all your time to Breath of the Wild. I am listening to the goddess and doing that pretty much any time that I'm not busy. I'm playing. You're Zelda, playing Zelda, <laughs> which is which is crazy though because a lot of times when I'm not busy, it's late at night. So it's like it'll mm-hmm. be like eleven p.m. It's like all right, I can go to bed. Or <laughs> I could play Zelda for an hour and a half or two hours. And, and what I usually, do you normally do? I usually end up turning yeah. on Zelda. I'm yeah. Like yeah. So um, what do we got? Last God game I played was Metro Last Light. Oh, I've never played that one. I've heard yeah, of that. Really? I can't. Play. You can't seduce married people though. Claire, you cannot can you seduce married people.
0: And you cannot not in Why the not? game because there are set characters who are single. And they're characters that are already, like, paired off. So the way it works is you kind of get friendship points and you build up your relationships with people. And there's a few kind of steps you have to go through to marry someone. You have to give them a bouquet at the right time and okay. give them the right kind of gifts and stuff like that.
1: Wait a minute. Can you, can you play as a male or female or do you have to play as a male?
0: You can play as a male or female. And there are male and female characters and you can marry whoever you would like to marry. You
1: can marry whoever you want.
0: You can marry whoever you want.
1: That's nice. That's, that's a progressive game. Definitely. If you get married, can you continue courting other people?
0: You cannot. Pe- Actually, this happened to me. So I'm okay. married in the game. I married the character Abby who has like purple hair. Okay. And I gave a really nice gift to the other person who I want to be like my best friend um, in the game. <laughs> and I came home and Abby was like, I saw you gave that other person a nice what? gift. <laughs> yeah. What? She was not happy about wow. it. Wow. It's very true to life.
1: You're causing problems. <laughs> Apparently. Causing problems in the world. You can't. Can't do that. Just like in the real world, you can't be doing that. Uh, yeah. Your, your, yeah. Your, your excuse cannot be listen, baby, I just want her to be my best friend.
0: Yeah. I just want her <laughs> to be my best
1: friend. You're still my wife. I want her to be my best friend.
0: Yeah. That doesn't it, work. It does not work, which no. is kind of upsetting because I really <laughs> like this other character too. When I want, you get like, as you like progress in your relationship, you unlock like cutscenes and like mini games that you can play with characters. And I have a feeling hers are really cool because she's like a robot builder. So. Okay.
1: Oh, that's yeah. nice. We'll that's see. Nice. Okay, what's what we got over here? How much is the new Xbox Scorpio console? They haven't announced a price yet. Oh. But if I had to guess, this is just me guessing. This is not inside information or anything. I don't see how they can price it. at. I see how they can because it's going to be an expensive product to make. But I don't see how it can be successful if they price it above $500. I think $499 is the cap of where people can tolerate for buying a console and... $500 $500 is what the Xbox One originally launched at, and a lot of people point to that as the reason why the PlayStation 4 was so much, sold so much more than it, because that was $399. Mm-hmm. So $399 versus $499, everybody gravitated towards the cheaper console. Since the games are pretty much the same thing on both, um, I don't know that you can go back to, you can't go above 500 bucks. That's just my, that's my opinion. I don't know. I don't know. Um... Let's talk about some other types of games, though.
0: Sure, yeah.
1: So there's video games.
0: There is video games. And yeah. then
1: there's board games.
0: There is. And there's even role-playing games.
1: RPGs. RPGs. Wait, so you, you, okay, RPGs to me are like Final Fantasy or whatever. You're saying there's oh, offline. There's
0: uh, there's pen and paper RPGs.
1: That don't need a board? Is that what you're saying?
0: You can make your own board. You can make
1: a board, Okay. <laughs> Let's go through this. So so Claire, we're at the GeekWire, what was it, the GeekWire Bash?
0: The GeekWire Bash, We're at yeah. the
1: GeekWire Bash. Where actually I got bashed in the face with a dodgeball. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, listen. I went down. Like I went into the dodgeball area, and like within like five seconds, a dodgeball hit me like right in the face. And then you know, like when you get hit, and like you don't want it to be a big deal. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, in, like, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, hit. I'm like, okay, this is. I'm in horrible pain, uh-huh. but I want to pretend I'm cool. Yeah. And then I just like go down. Like I was like, I just, <laughs> I, just like, I just I just I just collapsed. Oh man. And I'm like, "Okay, I wanted to just like walk away and like have no one rec see what happened." And now when you go down like everybody's like, "Oh, what's going on?" Like everybody's yeah. coming. I'm like, "I'm okay." Do we need a medic? No. I'm like, "I'm okay, but I really <laughs> my my eye was all messed up." But at the Geekwire Bash, you were managing were you managing? Would that be the I right word? I don't
0: know if managing is. You were
1: right overseeing. Word.
0: I was overseeing
1: a Catan tournament. I
0: was. For, I was covering it settlers, for Geekwire. Settlers of Catan. Settlers
1: of Catan, which is that would probably be the first for me, like non-monopoly, like non—you know, like there's the uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. there's
1: the the lightweight mainstream casual board games, exactly. and then there's like the the hardcore. We're gonna sit. We're gonna sit here for four hours, and someone is gonna win board yes, games, right? Yes. And um, so when I first played that one, I was like, what is going on? And then, like, the more you play, you're like, this is amazing. What are all, like, the game of life is nothing oh, no. compared to oh, yeah. Seller's of Catan. So tell me tell me about, if you're overseeing, then you must be a big fan of, of Catan. board games. of, or, I, well, well, of a board big, games yes, in general. of
0: board games in general, for sure. I, I'm i not a huge is it, wait, Catan is it Catan
1: or Catan? Edwin Soto. I,
0: I say Catan. <laughs> and last time I said Catan, you said I was snobby. So. It sounds <laughs> snobby.
1: Catan sounds like Vaz. Catan. Like, is it a vase or a vase? They're probably both correct, but one of them sounds snootier than the other one.
0: Well, you can...